Welcome to another episode of the Grifters Ill-Advised Podcast. I'm Stevie G with Adam tonight. Adam, how are we doing? I'm doing all right, Steven. Yourself? Doing, doing well. It's Thursday night. Weekend's almost here. Almost. Almost. You watching the game tonight? The Cleveland and Cincy game? No, I haven't been. Mel and I have so many shows we never ended up watching from last season because they all stopped. We're trying to get caught up on all those. Well, I, the reason I ask you is, and we talked very briefly before we jumped on, but I'm in Columbus for the night, Columbus, Ohio, and you'd think the game would be on on a local station, but it's not. Yeah. It's only it's specifically only on NFL Network, and the hotel doesn't get the NFL Network, so I don't get to watch it. I thought for sure it'd be on. You know, I'm kind of like right in the middle of the uh, the old spat between Cleveland and Cincinnati. Yeah. Now you have me thinking, when the Steelers play on the NFL Network, does KDKA also have it? Typically, yeah. They usually have their own coverage. So maybe, I guess maybe Cincinnati or, and or Cleveland has the coverage and just Columbus doesn't. But you'd think it's just a Columbus doesn't have a team, so they would lean one way or the other. Yeah, I mean, it's an all-Ohio battle, so you would figure the state of Ohio would be able to watch it on their local channels. Yeah. What's the score? I don't know. It was like 14-10 last time I checked. Uh, make Bakerfield, ba- Baker Mayfield was uh, through a touchdown. Chubb scored a touchdown, and then uh, Joe Burrow, your buddy, your boy, finally threw his first TD, which was a nice little... Uh, Dime he threw, so it's twenty one ten now. Twenty one ten. Okay. Yeah. What are you doing out in Columbus? I gotta go see a couple people tomorrow in the water uh wastewater plants in the area around Columbus. And then I'm high telling at home, Steve. I'm high telling at home. You were saying you like Columbus though. Yeah, Columbus is a nice little uh miniature version of Pittsburgh. Has a good little uh, street downtown by the convention center, where you can go out, get a good good meal, uh, a couple good bars, good live entertainment. It's uh, they're really building it up down there. It's nice. I like Columbus. It's a nice little town. They got you know they have uh, you can walk to the hockey arena, which is I forget what the district's called. But it's an it's a cool little district there, and then I believe not too far from that they have their minor league stadium, all within the same area. So it's pretty cool. Okay. I don't know what affiliate they belong to though. I have to, I'll have to look. I think it's Indianapolis, but or um not Indianapolis. What am I thinking? There's no not even an Indianapolis baseball team. Uh, I gotta I gotta check it out. I gotta I gotta see. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Given that the score is twenty-one to ten, and with how bad Baltimore destroyed Cleveland last week, is Cincinnati really bad? And Cleveland's decent, and Baltimore's just that much better, or are they both bad? I think can it be a little bit of everything? I look well, at the see. I look at the first week as almost like a throwaway week, just because of uh, we we didn't have any preseason. You had a for Cleveland, you had an entirely new coaching staff. 
So I think there's some things that went into the first first week. I don't think Cleveland's going to be that bad, but they had a poor showing last week. I don't think Baltimore's going to be that good. Really? That, like, like, they're going to be good, absolutely. But are they going to be that good? I don't know. See, the way they looked last week, I think, oh, man. I mean, even Lamar Jackson looked crisp throwing the ball. Yeah. Which has been the worst part of his game since he came in. So if he got that on par with the rest of his game, I mean, you're not going to be able to stop him. No. You can contain him, though. I mean, let's be honest, though, still. Last two years in the playoffs, they contained him. They lost. So, I mean, oh, yeah. there's, there's, play, there's ways to do it. I mean, they're when you're be playing both hands down, though, they're going to be dominant for sure. I mean, when you're playing Baltimore, you take away Jackson's legs if you can, and you make him beat you throwing. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's still going to get his yards on the ground, but you got to minimize it as much as possible. And like uh, Cincinnati's just, they're in the rebuilding mode, so I think they're going to be bad. They're gonna, you're going to see some good, some flashes from yeah, they got the some offense. pieces. But overall, they're just they're not there yet. You can't expect. I don't expect them to be good. I expected the one maybe four, four or five games this year. I don't even know what the over was uh, before the season started. What their over total over was, but I don't see them winning more than four or five games. Maybe that, and that I think that's pushing it. And I know every team gets better as the season goes on, but I look for Cincinnati to get even better than the average, with Joe Burrow getting more experience under his belt. Yeah. Yeah, Which, I, I give them about three years. This year, next year, and the following year, I think they'll be in contention. If they can get the pieces to, to go around him, Joe Mixon, um, you get a couple. I think they still need a better – they need another wide receiver. I don't think A.J. Green is playing to his prime level anymore, which, I mean, let's be honest, he got pretty fucked up last last year with that uh, that injury, so – yeah, he's not the A.J. Green of years ago. No, no. I think they have a good tight end there with that Uzuma. Yeah. You know, so they, they got pieces. I don't know what their defense is like. I think their defense is pretty bad. I think so, too. And I know their first, I think it was their first-round pick last year, was an offensive lineman who had a season-ending injury before the season. So if he's back and he develops, could be some bright spots, but... You gotta feel bad. They're in a tough division. When you look at the Ravens, the Steelers defense. Steelers defense is young. I don't know if we'll be able to keep everybody. Yeah, I mean they're dominant, man. That that defense is by far the best best defense in the league, I think. I, I don't see them being able to keep Dupree at the end of the year. No, it's gonna be tough. I mean, this is Hopefully they can work some magic. They're able to keep everyone. Let's get there first. You know what I mean? We got a whole season to play out. So let's yeah. let's get through this one before we even start talking about who they can keep. But you know, as of right now, like they looked pretty good last last week, albeit it was against the Giants. But you know, well, they usually those kind of games they always underwhelm in those significant important games. They usually just come out flat, and like they kind of did. But I'm not talking that up to anything other than just some rust, especially with uh, Big Ben. Well, let's talk about that game. Early on, it was uh, it was difficult. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't surprising though. What, were you really surprised that there was going to be some 
uh, not what do you want to say? Some some discomfort with the way that they were uh, handling the plays. I mean, they well, weren't talking, executing anything. So Deontay Johnson fumbling the punt. Like, there's no reason he should have even tried to catch that punt. He was on the ten yard line. You let it go. So when you do stuff like that, you're putting yourself in a position to lose. Like mistakes like that is what would give a team like the Giants, who on paper worse than you are, a chance to win the game. Right. Because, like you said, you have Ben coming back, so you would expect him to be rusty for at least a few series, if not longer. And he was. And he got better as the game went on, which you would expect. But mental errors... I mean, that's honestly, I think that's the only mental error that popped out to me was just the, 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 the muff putt. Yeah, but that's a big error. Yeah, but again, that was in the first, what, first quarter? That was in the first that was five their... minutes. Yeah. Yeah, so it was in the first five minutes of the game. And he settled down after that. He went back out there and he... And he uh, Still, the punt returns, and it was fun. So yes, that's why, but, like I said, I, I'm just chalking it up to just uh, some rust, some nervousness being the first game, no preseason. There's going to be some errors being made. No, hands down, there's going to be errors being made. I like the fact that they held Saquon to minimal yardage. Yeah, Big Ben, I'll, I'll rush. And Saquon is not an easy back to contain. No. No, they, I mean, they played well. They played, I thought... Their uh, their game script or their game plan was obviously like you said to uh, contain Saquon. And they did. They gave a couple. They gave up a couple big passes. And they had that that nineteen yard or nineteen play drive, which should have ended up on a TD for the Giants. But our defense came through with a nice uh, rush pass, which forced. Uh, untimely pass, which we were able to pick off. Yeah, well, I was going to go there next. That play right there, if the Giants score, I'm not sure sure the Steelers win that game. Nah, I don't know. Again, that was in the first half. But that's how, you know, that's that's how the game goes, though. You know, you can can do what-ifs all the time, but the fact they did step up, that was their worst... uh, What was... That was probably their worst time on the field during that that series. That yes. was that nineteen play series. That was probably their worst, and they came out of it with a you know interception in the in the goal line. And let's give credit to Daniel Jones. He looked good on that drive. Yeah, he's. I'll tell you what. He. I mean, I think he's going to be good. We're going to find out over the next like three or four weeks if he's really going to be the the guy there. I think he will be. He showed some some good flashes. Um, at the same time, he he showed some pretty bad mistakes too. So it's hard. It, it, it's honestly hard to fully evaluate what we're seeing because of the first week. Yeah, I don't think he it was as bad as pick as people made it out when the Giants first made it. No, no, I think he'll be all right. And looking at the Giants' receiving core, it kind of reminds me of like a Seattle receiving core where. There's no one that jumps out at you as an elite, elite receiver, but everyone on their receiving core is a good receiver. Yeah, they, well, they have Sterling Shepard who just who does his Sterling Shepard thing, which is like five for sixty every game. And Golden Tate is, is in that same. Yeah, that's what I mean. They have receivers that are good. And Darius Slane's good. Yeah, that dude is good. He is very good. And I was surprised he went so late in a lot of drafts. I read some things on him before, and they said that he was going to be the guy that. Daniel Jones leans on 
for the season. And I kind of just brushed that off saying I, it was mainly more a referendum on Daniel Jones where like, I don't know how, how good Daniel Jones is going to be, but man, did he force feed Darius Slayton and he looked good. Slayton looked real good. Yeah. I picked him up in the league. Cause let's face it, their division's not that strong. No. So if they can have a connection going, they got six games where they have a good chance of getting you some points. Yeah. Speaking of fantasy, are you okay? Yeah, why? What's up, Steve? Oh, because of that ass whooping I gave you last week. Steve, you didn't give me an ass whooping. I just wanted to make sure you were able to sit down. Steve, it was what, 181, 167? So basically the difference was your kicker and defense scored 14 more points than me. Than my kicker and defense. That's basically what it came down to. I mean, I'm sorry you had to go against me in the first round. Or the first week. You know, with my team being as bad as you said it was. Your team is bad. You have no depth. Your team's going to be hurting when it comes to bye weeks. I mean, I'm sorry you had to go through that. I mean, I only scored the highest points in the league with such a crappy team. It's only first week. I've seen seen a lot of people put up some major scores and they don't even make the playoffs. It's okay. Per week basis. I still beat you. So what happens if I beat you next and then it's even? Uh, That's the best you can hope for. You will never have the opportunity to gloat until next year. With about what? Why am I? Why would I care if I beat you or not? I care about winning the the league. That because is the goal. when we were picking our teams, you were making fun of the picks I made so bad. Everyone was, Steve. Your team was. You even said you didn't even care. And then here I am, first week going against you, the fantasy juggernaut that you are. I never said I was a juggernaut. I just didn't like your team. Projected to and beat me agree. by like 50 points. I want that. Hey, what can I do about that, Steve? Not leave 31 points on your bench if you're such a good fantasy player. Well, you can't. What do you want me to do, Steve? You can't. I can't help that. What, like Chris Hernan scored like 30 points or whatever it was? It was Jamison Crowder, wasn't it? Yeah, I had. I actually had. Um, I actually took him out to put in. I don't know what I did there. Well, you were high on that McLaren guy. You really liked him. Yeah, he's going to be a beast. And he was the one who hurt you this week. Well, he got me like 12 12 points. Yeah, I think it was like 11. But that's a 20-point swing there because Crowder got you 31. Yeah, but that stuff's going to happen, though, Steve. You know what I mean? You you got to play the players that you feel are going to score the most. Well, then you got to get a better feeling. Did you? I mean, honestly, is that really what you? Th- what is that? How you manage your team? Like, are you going to sit Josh Jacobs next week and leave James Robinson on the bench? Would you do that? Would you put? Would you plug in Josh Jacobs? I don't know. I'd have to see who he's playing. All right, I'll tell you. He's playing New Orleans, and James Robinson is playing Tennessee. So would you sit Josh Jacobs for James Robinson? Well, I would not sit Josh Jacobs because I like having someone on Monday night. Steve, you're not going to sit Josh Jacobs because you're not an idiot. Josh Jacobs touches the ball 27, 28 times. But what if you put Josh Jacobs in and he does touch the ball 20 sometimes, but he only gets eight, nine points. He doesn't score a touchdown. He doesn't get a lot of passes, but that, James Robinson goes off. You're going to be like, oh, man. No, you're like, dude, I played the right player. 
Josh Jacobs was the right player at the time to put in. Hey, whatever you got to do to make yourself feel better about losing to me, that's fine. I honestly, I don't. I didn't even realize I was playing you until Sunday. Oh, the hell so, you didn't. I don't. I don't care about who I'm playing. I care about as long as my team scores more points than whoever I'm playing. You knew you were playing me, and you thought for a fact you were going to destroy me. You were just waiting and buying your time to start talking shit. Steve, did I? I didn't say anything about us playing. So I said you were waiting. Well, no, because I didn't really. Because I didn't know how. I don't usually talk shit one on one because you don't know how the hell the week's gonna go with fantasy football. That's why I don't really talk shit on that. I could talk shit long throughout the entire season because I could just tell by the way different lineups are constructed and teams are constructed. Just they're gonna fall apart. Oh, you can see that, huh? Oh yeah. Like I told you, Brown always comes in last place no matter how good his team is. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You see. <laughs> You see, he had the best. He probably had by far the best team coming out of the draft, and he scored like ninety nine points. I felt bad, man. He took it on the chin last week. Well, you can't. I mean, he has a good team, but that his flex is Tariq Cohen. Like you can't have Tariq Cohen as your flex. Well, you're right. He does have a good team. He also had Connor who went out. I mean, at that point, I don't think he could have won. But but I mean, I wouldn't even. Man, Connor's just such a slippery slope with him. I, I wouldn't have picked him just because. You can't count on him to stay healthy. And he lasted, what, one and a half quarters? Yeah, not even. And then, well, his big thing was Michael Thomas got hurt. Michael Thomas didn't get hurt, did he? Michael Thomas could be out for, like, weeks. No, I didn't see that. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> he expected, he's he's going to be out for, like, three or four weeks at least. What happened? High ankle sprain, dude. High ankle sprain. Those things, they take a long oh, time man. To, to heal. Hold on, let me look that up. Because if you're, if that's what it is, if it's a high ankle sprain, those things last a long time. Yeah, the whole George season. Kittle got hurt. He came back though. Yeah, he had James Conner went out. What so. the heck is going on? Why? He has Tom Brady, the forty-five-year-old magician up there. <laughs> <laughs> I would never take him, Tom Brady. My phone is not cooperating. Well, Tom Brady put up twenty-one points. That's, I mean. I feel like his ceiling's like 16 points, so it's not bad. I stand well, corrected. See, the thing about Brady is he has so many weapons that Michael Thomas does have an injury. High ankle injury. Yeah. Oh, those are those suck. Those are tough. Yeah. Oh, man. And Barone has him, yeah. Huh. I, I was going to say, the thing that hurt Mike the most was he did go against Devontae Adams and Adam Thielen, who had a ton of points. I didn't realize Michael Thomas got hurt. Yeah, Steve. Oh, that could put him so far down, he can't get back. Why does he have such bad luck when it comes to gambling? Because he's not very good at it. I mean, you can be bad. Okay. I mean, he'll tell you that. That's no secret. I mean, I understand being bad, but that that's bad luck. In our four-person podcast league, I beat DB, and you beat <laughs> Did you? I forgot all about that. Let's see. Well, I'll look it up right now. Let's see who's... uh. So I beat Perone, which it doesn't matter if you beat anyone. It's all about your points. My team sucks in that one. Are you? You're on the streets, so you got yeah. 171 points. DB's at 152. I'm at 137. Perone's in last. <laughs> 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 no, you dude, he comes in last and everything. <laughs> I mean, who the hell knows who's gonna win that one? Because that's just. Yeah, I kind of got. Excited because there were talks early in the week that Allen Robinson wanted out of Chicago. And one of the places people were saying he should go is uh, New England. Oh, wow. Ho 
I was hoping for that. I'd like to see him up there. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to make a difference, but they do. I mean, New England has a bunch of mediocre receivers. Yeah, and I think giving Cam a nice target. I mean, who is who's the best receiver Cam's ever had? I don't know. It's a good question. Probably Greg Olson. Yeah, at the tight end, but I'm talking wide receiver. No, uh, what's his name? Steve Smith. That I was wondering if he was the best one. And that was near the end of his career. I mean, he hasn't been working with elite talents. But that would be how the the Patriots work. Like, they go into the year, they get Cam. He won't get hurt, he'll have a great year. You know, they always have four running backs that score two touchdowns a game. You just got to pick whichever one. And then someone like Allen Robinson will fall into their lap. Yep. Now, as a Steeler fan, would you rather the Patriots win another Super Bowl or Brady win another? Uh, I'd go with Brady. I would go with Brady as well. Because he's already considered the GOAT. So, I mean, at this point, I don't think anything's going to really change if he wins another one. No. But if the Patriots win another one, that puts them ahead of the Steelers on Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, for sure. But some people hate Brady so much, they'd probably rather see the Patriots win. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have some from both sides. As a Steeler fan, Pittsburgh fan, I I wouldn't want to see... New England win another one because it's really annoying. I'd be okay with Brady. Do you see Le'Veon Belga put on IR? Yeah, is that the eight-week IR or what? I'm not sure which one, but his time in New York's come coming to an end. Yeah, it's his season. His career is about to come to an end. Yeah, he sat out that whole year, and ever since then, it's just been downhill. Yeah, for sure, he's done. That's why I stayed away with them. Stayed away from him in the draft. I stay away from him, Connor. Uh, who else was there? Was a couple. There's like two or three others that I stayed away from. I just don't trust them. I actually uh, was thinking about drafting Le'Veon because he was the guy. Like he was their star running back. There's not many teams, but there's not many teams that have a true stud number one. Who's the backup there? Frank Gore. Oh God. There might be somebody. I'm sure there's somebody else, but he's the one I know that's up there. I mean, I didn't even know he was still picked him up. I didn't even know he was in the league. Yeah. It's like the the OG. He is, man. He's the type of runner where he'll get you 70 yards a game on, I don't know, 20 carries, 18 carries. Mm-hmm. And he ain't breaking any long runs, but he'll chug out two, three yards a carry. Yeah, he's out there. I want him on. I thought about picking him up because, like you said, my bench, I have a guy on New England who's on the IR I need to get rid of. But I didn't think picking up Frank Gore was worth it. I don't need him. I'm not picking him up. kind of waiting to see what other injuries come about. Well, you just got to ask yourself, is this going to make my team better? Well, I mean, at this point, anybody that's actually playing will because that guy's not even playing. Man, my team's looking, oh, what the hell is this? Jameson Crowder's questionable. You don't play him anyway. He's in my lineup. Oh, now he is. Well, yeah. I specifically wanted to target him this year. They said all they did was just feed him the ball. And he had a pretty good last four games last season. I, I, I'm a big uh, proponent of going back to last year and seeing how that, that player did in the last three or four weeks. So you really? Get a, yeah, you get a good idea like how the – as long as like the quarterback state remains the same. Oh, hamstring. God damn it. Hamstring. Mike Evans wasn't even supposed to play last week because of a hamstring, and he was in there. I had him on my bench in one of my leagues. Well, I got to take him out for now just in case. My team is stacked, though, in Jewett's league. I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, down there in seventh place, feeling really good. I am. I'm feeling 
incredible right now. Like my my bench, like when bye weeks start and injuries start happening, I feel pretty confident that I have viable replacements to plug in there. I'm not gonna be like streaming fucking fourth fourth uh, round QBs or uh, running backs on well, the depth chart. That's good because no matter what you do, the best you could be is second place this week. No, not really. Yeah. How? What do you mean? Because if everyone else loses and you win and you score more points than everybody else, you'd still be below me. Why? I have the I have the head to head. Not if I have more points than you. The points don't matter. I beat yes, you. Yes, it does. It does. Points should. Yep. If points are a bigger tiebreaker than head to head, that's dumb. That Let me is see. Dumb. All right, we'll look it up. It should be on points because head to head's stupid. No, it's not. Head to head is more important than points in any league. But head to head in fantasy is just, it's such a joke. Oh, anything to make you feel better. No, I'm just, I mean, I think that's pretty obvious that head to head is pretty stupid. It should just be total points. Now, obviously, when you're having a, a schedule and you have, you win loss records, obviously head to head matters. But I think overall, like when it comes down to it, is your team better than other people's teams? And, I, and it should be based on points. Because you can put up, like I put up 165 points. That's fourth best in the league after the first week. But I still lost because you put up 181. Yeah. You know? So let's see. Basic settings. Where do you go for this? Schedules, scoring, teams, and divisions. No, I don't think it would be. Well, maybe it is under there. No, not there. Basic. it got to be under basic settings, right? I don't know. It doesn't matter. You still, I'm going with you can't be better than second. Still be looking up at me. It's all right. Still so early, Steve. Who do you got this week in that league? I don't even know. I gotta look. Not that it matters, as we found out last week, but I'm projected to win this week. Yeah, I don't, I don't pay attention to that stuff. That stuff's... So while you're, while you're looking this up, let me ask you this question. Because this isn't a league that you're not in, but I'm in with DB. I have DeAndre, DeAndre Swift, okay? He's on my bench. But the person who had Cam Akers just dropped him. So I could pick up Cam Akers, but I'd have to drop DeAndre Swift. Yeah. What well, would I you mean, do? Uh, man, I would probably go with Cam Akers. I think he has a better chance of him seeing the field more, and he's on a better team. Well, I guess it's not a better team, but I think he's more skilled. Is it a, is it a keeper league? It is a keeper league, yeah. I would, but I'm I'd hoping Jonathan keep... Taylor will end up being my keeper. Yeah, that's true, too. I'd go with Cam Akers. I think he'll see the field before DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift scored a touchdown last week already. Yeah, but he had like he six. Should, he but he should have like had another touches. one. He dropped the game-winning touchdown. <laughs> well, then maybe I'm completely wrong, Steve. I don't know. I'm just looking for an opinion. I just, thought, I... I just look at touches. Like he had like he I look at the volume. Yeah. If that's... he only had like five or six touches, then I don't know. I'd rather go with Cam Akers. I think Cam Akers has a better chance of jumping Malcolm Brown and getting you know, 12, 15 t- touches. Well, I was leaning that way, but it's just tough because I, you don't know which one is going to end up being the better running back this year. No, why can't you just keep them both? Because then I'd have to drop either Mixon or Taylor. And although Mixon hasn't done much this year, he is their pretty much only running back. He's one of the few true number ones. All right, so DeAndre Swift has three carries. For eight yards and a touchdown. Yeah. He had three receptions for 15 yards. So he touched the ball six times. Yeah, and he should have had seven catches for two and two touchdowns. 
Seven. So you dropped like four passes? No, you said he had, didn't you say he had, oh no, he had three catches. So you should have had four catches and another touchdown. Yeah. Which in that I, league, touchdowns are a lot more important than anything else. Yeah, that's because they're so unpredictable. Like, that's why I strictly look at volume and production. Like, he could have scored that other touchdown. I still would rather have Cam Akers because it seems like you're getting the ball. He's touching the ball seven times in a game. Like, how often is he going to score a touchdown, two touchdowns with that type of production? Yeah. Like I said, it, if I had the choice before week one, I would have taken Akers over Swift. Yeah. I mean, I I got Malcolm Brown both in both leagues. Yeah, and he looked good. But And if he continues to look good, they're not going to yeah. go to Akers. No, they, I hope not. But I feel like I, I, I over, I clearly over, overvalued him. But it's the first week in the free agent, the waiver wire, and that's when you got to make the biggest move because that's when you're getting the most value out of your point, your, your, your fab money. You know what I mean? Like I spent thirty bucks on him, so if he plays all year, that means I'm, I'm just spending two bucks a game on that dude, rather than. Waiting till like week thirteen, week week twelve, and pick someone up for thirty bucks, and like I'm spending thirty bucks for like three games. Well, not only looking at it that way, as people start to get hurt and people get longer track records, like you're not going to find any steals at this at that point. No, that's why you got to kind of. You're basically in the first week or two. You're you're really throwing a line out there and hoping, you know, throwing something against the wall and hoping it sticks with some of this stuff. Like I spent thirty bucks on Malcolm Brown. Who knows? He could suck the rest of the year, and he probably will. But you got to take that chance because if you if he doesn't suck, then you got you got a gold mine there. You know, if he does, if he rips it up. Yeah. Now you have me leaning towards going in and picking up Acres in that league. Yeah, I mean, I will. You got to do what you do, what you think will make your team better. I mean, Acres is very skilled, so it's I highly doubt he's not going to see the field. <laughs> as little as he did week one. I think he's going to get 12, 15 touches a game average. Well, let's see what he got this past week. Yeah, look it up. He got 14 carries and one reception, so he got 15 touches. Now take that. Versus six. DeAndre's. You know what I mean? Yeah, he yeah. scored a touchdown. He should have had two touchdowns, but you know, I'd rather get the person who's going to get the ball 15 times. Yeah, I just wish it was a league that scored differently. Well, yeah, because then you got to look at okay. Well, is he he got the ball at the goal line? Obviously, because he only has eight yards rushing. Yeah. So he got the ball at the goal line, so that's kind of big. And Acres didn't find the end zone, so is he just running in between the twenties, as they say? Yeah, I don't know. Let's talk about some actual football. We've got Steelers Broncos this week. What are your thoughts on that game? I think Steelers will handle the Broncos pretty easily. So do I, especially with Von Miller out. Yeah. Because the Steelers' O-line is pretty banged up right now. I think Drew Locke's going to... I think this is a good week to play the Steelers' defense. I agree. If you're doing DFS, because I feel like they're just going to get... They're going to get... Drew Locke's going to hold on to the ball way too much, and the Steelers are very quick, and I think they're going to get to him a lot faster than he thinks. There's going to be about five or six easy sacks. A couple turnovers. I think there'll be about two interceptions. Uh, As far as offense, I think they'll be all right pushing the ball down the field. Well, their line good. worries me. Their line is, to be honest, their line is awful, but you got to make do with what you got. And they did okay last week. 
I think if they're having issues, I think they'll find a way to get the ball out of Ben's hands quicker. You need to do those out routes, do some screens. I don't know. But I feel much more comfortable and confident with, with Big Ben back there. Oh, yeah. Than last year. That was awful last year. With Big Ben being back, like Juju had a good game. And his contract's up after this this year. So if that continue, if he continues to have a good year, I, I still don't think the Steelers bring him back. I don't think they'll have the money. And you don't know how long Big Ben's going to be around. And when he's gone, it's you've shown that it doesn't really matter who we have at wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. But I don't think they're going to just completely abandon. They're, I don't think they're going to go in complete rebuild. I think they're going to bring in a veteran. That could be kind of what Patriots did. I think I could see them doing that. It, they'd be wasting good opportunity. However, I don't want to jump to conclusions here. We, I think Big Ben still got about two years left after this year. As long I think as his that, body holds up. He's pushing it after that. Yeah, as long as his body holds up, which means less sacks. You know, they keep well, him standing up. Realistically, if you look back the last few years, like he wasn't getting beat up that much. No. There were there were a few years there in the prime of his career where he was getting hammered. The Steelers did a good job of drafting offensive linemen to help stop that. Yeah, and I can see them doing it again this year, this draft. They need edge rushers. They need a lot this draft, but I'm not going to worry about that till months down the road here. We went through the Steelers' schedule last week. We Everyone said Bronco, the Steelers would beat the Broncos, so no use predicting that game. Mm-hmm. Sunday night games, Patriots-Seahawks. It's intriguing. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think it'll be a higher scoring game than we think. Well, over-under is 45. The Seahawks are minus four. Yeah, I got to decide whether I should play Chris Carson or not. That's going to be a tough, tough matchup. That's a good defense. New England has a good defense. I still think Seattle can squeeze out like 21 points. They always seem to, don't they? Yeah, they always seem to. No matter who they're playing, they always they always seem to score about 21, 28 points. And I got that's why I got a, I took out James Crowder and I had to put in Julian Edelman. Well, who would you know, take man. in that game? Straight up, who do you think is going to win that one? Straight up, where are they playing? Seattle. I believe it's Seattle. Yeah, I'd take Seattle. I'd take Seattle too. I'm surprised it's only four. Four's a lot. Four's a lot. Well, they always say you get three for playing at home. Hmm. So they're saying one one more point than that. That's well. That's be, I think a lot of it's because New England does have a pretty uh, tough defense. They do, and their their offense isn't terrible. It's just it's it's completely different than what they're used to seeing. Like to give you a comparison, the Steelers are minus seven and a half. Who are they playing? Denver. Denver. Yeah. That's a big line for an NFL game. I mean, Drew Locke versus what's his name, Cam Newton. You know, in, in essence. That's why I I see it's such a bigger. There's only two spreads higher. Tampa at Carolina. Or no, Carolina at Tampa, sorry. Tampa is minus nine. And then the Chiefs at at the Chargers. The Chiefs are minus eight and a half. Chiefs are eight and a half at Chargers, huh? At Chargers, yeah. That's a tough one. Not thinking too highly of the uh, L.A. Chargers, are they? No, they're not. This one actually surprises me. The Rams and the Eagles are a pick 'em. Yeah. I would think the Rams would be favored. That's probably what they want. 
So that's when you take Philly. Yeah, but aren't they still all banged up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Bengals and Browns are back on. What do you mean back on? It was halftime. Oh, oh, I didn't even know it was halftime. Joe Mixon not doing too much for me. Yay. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah? You won't start seeing benefit from him until, like, week 11. I mean, it's not doing too bad. He's, he's got 25 rushing yards, 4 for 40 receiving. So, I mean, he's got 10 points. You just need a nice... No, no, need, no. See, here's what you know. The league I have him in is in a PPR league. Oh. And yeah, it's a doubleheader week in that league, and he's only got me three points so far. Yeah, that sucks. And I really was expecting more from him against the the Browns. Well, I mean, he's only had eight carries. You know what I mean? It's not that many. He no, get... but them, them being down eight isn't going to help me get carries. As opposed to Chubb. Chubb almost got 20 rushes already. He's at 94 yards. And, of course, and I have him on the bench in one league. That is one thing that sucks about being in <gasps> four leagues. No, ah, Steve. See? See? Can't I believe I, that. Actually, I think I have him. Yeah. It's in it's in our podcast league. I have him. 17 points. I mean, are you going to take uh, Barkley or Kamara for Chubb? Doesn't matter, Steve. The way the way that you say is if the person who scores more points is on the bench, you had you should have had him in there. And yeah, I I'm in, I'm I in first place that. in that league anyway. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, let's see here. Let's see who's on the I need to see who's on the waiver wire here. Man, if Malcolm Brown could turn out to be just a top 20 back, I would be thrilled. And then James Robinson, if he could fill the the number one role there in Jacksonville, that means I have two like top twenty running backs just sitting on my bench. That'd be real mean. With three in the three in the lineup, three top twelve running backs in the lineup. And that's 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 what I'm talking about, Steve. Whew. Like, how do you? Where do you come up with these rankings? Because now you're saying you have five of the top twenty running backs. I'm saying if Malcolm Brown can be a top 20 running back throughout the season and same with James Robinson be nice. He's still the role from Jacksonville as the number one running back there. If they can produce top 20 running back numbers you The dude from Jacksonville two. ain't producing top 20 running back numbers. You sure? Yeah. He might. I don't think he will either, Steve. I'm just saying. He might. He's, his position right now is 28 for one week. So I mean that's, that's flex flex area. You know what I mean? It, okay, I I will give you that because we have so many damn positions in that league. I I could see you putting one of them into the flex. That's what I'm talking about. I already have I have Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs, and Zeke Elliott starting, and then I have this dude, that James Robinson. If he turns out to be a top twenty running back, that'd be phenomenal. And I have Malcolm Brown. If he could turn to be top twenty, that'd be great. Adam, you're not gonna have five top twenty running backs, dude. You never know. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure you're not going to. What makes you so sure? Because I, I don't mean, see Jacks, Jacksonville <laughs> having a top 20 rusher. And we just talked about how Cam Akers is going to be splitting time with Malcolm, whatever that guy's name is. So that split alone is going to severely hamper, hamper his chance of being a top 20 running back. It could be. And you're going to have injuries and stuff like that. I mean, Chris Carson gets hurt every year. I know. Seems like. I'm just wishful thinking, Steve. That's all. That's fine. I mean, and that's what people who I are in highly, seventh place do. They they look no, at their roster. I'm planning for the future, Steve. This is what I'm doing. I'm planning the season. 
Yeah, well, that's what losers do. They look and they dream and they hope that this guy is going to turn into this and this guy is going to turn into that. That's the whole thing. That's so, what you're doing you know, with Cam Akers and DeAndre Swift. That's exactly what you're doing. Yeah, because I lost in that league and I need help. But you should if you're, be doing that all the time no matter what. Whether you win or lose, you need to be always working the waiver wire, always going, understanding this is a, a long, long-term thing here when you got a whole season, whole marathon. It's not a sprint. It's not a week one sprint. Yeah, well, that might be true, but for one week, I am on yeah, top of the league. You can enjoy it. You can I am enjoy going it, to. Steve. I see as, that. As, as you said in the text message, I could lose the next, what, like 16 games? And you'll still have week one. But I'll still have week one. There you go. Sounds like a winner to me. I got to get a defense. My defense, I cannot keep, keep with the Eagles. Who should I go with this week, Steve? Defense. What are the choices? Vikings at Indy. Yeah. Ask uh, ask Mike about the Vikings. Yeah, I know. The Bucks, Carolina. Titans and Jacksonville. Oh. Well, that's that's home. Titans against Jacksonville at home. Yeah, which defense do you have there? Seahawks uh versus New England. I would I mean Titans seem like the obvious choice. Yeah, I know. That's why. Uh, I don't know. Bucks have a decent defense. Yeah, but I know Jacksonville won last week, but I really don't see them sustaining that. Did you see Carol Baskins on uh, Dancing with the Stars? No. <laughs> Neither did I. But I did see uh, that Don Lewis, his family ran some kind of commercial during the show. Oh, really? Yeah. So weird. You gotta feel bad for them. I don't feel bad for anyone, Steve. Oh, uh, because you're an asshole. No, because they don't feel bad for me. They don't even know you. Yeah, well, I don't know them. I just know their name. And when they do know, when they, if they ever would know you, they'd feel bad because your <laughs> fantasy team sucks so bad. I'm sure that's the first thing they would they would say. They would. They'd be like, oh, you're that guy from that podcast whose fantasy team sucks. Like, yeah, that's me. Right. Dude, I got to pick a defense, man. I, I told you, up. Titans, man. I'm not very high on Jacksonville. Dude, Jacksonville. Wait, they're you, Tennessee. No, which defense? The Titans' defense or Jacksonville's defense? Titans' defense. Okay, yeah. I mean, look at it this way. They're not going to score negative eight. Yeah, you say that. All right, I put them in. Pull me up over... Where am I at? I'm at 150 projected, so I'm, I'll probably do about 120. Well, good. You got any plans this weekend? Mm, yeah, I'll be at home with the doing kids. Doing projects? Yeah, I got, I'm doing, I got to clean some shit out. The garage, Steve, uh, that's about it. You get the downstairs fixed up. Nally has a bachelorette party. Uh, Is it over. local? Is she no, going? it's not. She's leaving. She's going away for the night. So I had the kids. Oh, yeah. no sleepovers. No, no sleepovers. Unless my my parents say they offer, they won't. Be sweet if they did. So she coming back? Then Sunday. I could party. Then I could party, Steve. Yeah, party hard. So is Natalie going Friday to Saturday or Saturday to Sunday? Saturday to Sunday. So then when she gets home, then I'll have I'll be like excused to to watch the football or golf. I might golf. I don't know yet. Well, we did that. Well, last week we had that scramble. Yeah. And um, that was on Sunday. And I was 
really hoping to watch some football, but I actually enjoyed just checking the scores. I wasn't like knee like knee deep into the red zone channel for five hours. Yeah, that's all I do anymore is just follow on my phone and check scores. Like I don't need to sit in front of the TV and watch it anymore. I used to love that. I don't know if I can do that anymore. We'll see. We'll see how this week turns out. Oh, oh, Cleveland scored again. Who was it? Nick Chubb, another mm-hmm. rushing touchdown. Good, good, good. Yeah, you left him on the bench, Steve. That's poor management right there. Can't predict the stuff. You can, you. I mean, there's the point where you can't predict it. No, there's it's strategy. best guess. It's best guess, that's all. Well, with some of those guys, I don't think so. With with like defense and kickers, I think it's best guess. Like, there's literally no strategy behind it, other than like this defense doesn't suck, or then they end up sucking that week because all defense eventually suck when you play against decent teams. Even with bad teams, like you like like for Titans and Jacksonville, I could easily see Minshew like throw like five touchdowns. It'd be like Tennessee doesn't have to play defense. I hate that. Yeah. All right, man. Well, hopefully we can get together Sunday night and do this again. Yeah. With DB and Barone. Um, as always, share us with your friends. Grifters ill-advised on Twitter and Instagram. We'll see everybody later.